This is Hope FM. Now we've got a couple of great guests I'm really excited to introduce you to uh, right here on Community Now. So I'd just like to say hello to, well, the Reverend Tasha Anderson. So good morning, Tasha. Good morning, Danny. Lovely to be with you. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. It's good to be here. We're going to find out a little bit about Tasha now. Tasha, you're not alone, are you? I'm not alone. I've got Kate with me. Say hello, Kate. Morning. Yeah, there we go. Two great voices. Tell us a little bit about, as a way of introduction, uh, you know, your role, some of the things that you're involved in, and maybe just give a, a bit of a recap on how Christmas went for you when it comes to as a minister. Great. So I am what we would call priest in charge um, of Milford on Sea Benefice, and that involves two churches. That's St Mary's at Everton and All Saints at Milford on Sea. Um, and I joined those churches just back in April, so literally. Um, in fact, I moved house in the March down to Milford-on-Sea, so moved in lockdown, which was a whole new experience um, and started with the parish in April just as we were beginning um, with churches all across the country, really, to work out what does church look like mm-hmm. um, coming out of COVID. Um, so we feel like we're just at the beginning of a new journey together. Um the church had ended up because of COVID having two years um, without a vicar nearly. So, and how was that? What was that like coming into that where you're not taken over straight away from someone? You've inherited people who've kind of had to just exist, just keep going without a uh, an oversight or a minister. Mm-hmm. I mean, thankfully, um, the church has a wonderful PCC um, who really guided and led that church through the season, and actually the. Often in those situations, you can stagnate. Um, But I think as a PCC, they really embrace that journey together. They took church online. Um, One of the things that drew me to the church was a deep sense of prayerfulness um, and wanting to be spirit-led. And I think that shone through um, that time as a church Kate, and that's why Kate's here, um, was hugely significant in that part of the journey. She's a member of the PCC mm-hmm. um, and walked through that. So in some ways, that, that was a privilege to know that that foundation was there coming in you myself. That's good. That's quite interesting because uh, uh, I, as a pastor, I also took over. But a month later in May, and also from a church where they hadn't had a pastor or minister mm. for two or three years. Mm. So uh, again, wonderful people, great leadership team who have just taken in the reins um, um, but now it's all you know we're moving forward and it's been it's been great but it is interesting when there is that gap um, and uh, so let's bring uh, Kate in this Kate uh, just tell us your perspective then so how were things over those you know couple of years you had COVID going on uh, you, you and the PCC the team were uh, overseeing the church uh, before Tasha joined so how was uh, the, how's the last couple of years been for you and the team and the church um, I would say it's actually been a, a time of huge growth um, in the lives of the individuals who were involved um, I myself had never spoken or, or led um, in an Anglican church uh, and found myself regularly uh, speaking and leading on Zoom on a Sunday um, we had to just sort of be more creative about doing things we had after church zoom coffee and sometimes people in their 90s were a little bit late because they'd been joining a service in ibiza beforehand um and um, it was just a really really good good time home groups online people got to grips with technology and using ipads and you know it was it was yeah it was a really um 
a really good time where we just got back to the heart of yeah. worship and yeah. um, people were quite forgiving. We were able to introduce some new ways of doing things. Um, yeah, it was quite a sort of creative time, but it really we learned we just had to rely um, on God to sustain us. Yeah, I um, mean, the, the Lord does talk about the newness of life, but actually we've also, as Christians, we're experiencing the newness of technology. Uh, I mentioned in the first hour, some of the first three words I would say to a congregation is God bless you. But I think for the last two years, it's you're on mute. <laughs> the amount of times I've said that. <laughs> you are, you're talking to me. I'm sure it's brilliant what you're saying, but you are on mute. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, did the, um, Kate, the people adapt and, uh, you know, uh, embrace Race the the what should we say the new normality of Zoom meetings and uh, and you know coming online and and being ministered to and and hearing you minister as well but from a screen what was that like? Well, I think it was um, during that time we actually had a day of prayer because obviously we were we were out wanting to go out to advertise for a new vicar and um, and we and a lot of people in fact six people were given the same verse um, from Isaiah forty three or eighteen to nineteen which said forget the former things do not Very dwell good. on the past yeah. see I am doing a new thing now it springs up do you not perceive it I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland so people's hearts were prepared for Very something good. new and yeah. it was. Um, so when we got to meet our potential candidates on a Zoom interview, <laughs> um, we were sort of up for it. And we didn't realise we were only giving half a vicar because Tad was very short because we couldn't <laughs> see that on Zoom. But um, no, <laughs> it was it was people's hearts were prepared. And, yeah. and in fact, lockdown was such a positive experience that some people um, put together a book um, afterwards um, which is what we've learned in lockdown. <laughs> so tell us, what's the name? Tell us about this book, Tasha. So the book, I mean, it was a real treasure to me in arriving. Um, it's called What Have We Learned During the Interregnum in a Pandemic? Um, and Kate will probably know more about this than me, but it's a picture and the stories um, across the two churches of the journey, basically, they've been on what they've learned, what God has been saying. Um, the verse that Kate's just spoken of mm, is in there as a prominent mm. verse. And it's just the stories. And when I arrived, I thought, well, this is great. I'm going to be able to get to know people by reading this book. But very beautifully, there are no names attached to any of those stories. And I think, actually, that's absolutely right. But such a joy um in coming in you a bit like you into a post yeah, just yeah. to be able to read this story yeah. um before i started was was really lovely and there are just some wonderful stories of god at work so you've got one of them in here as well kate haven't you yes i mean i think for me um i i think the thing i learned through lockdown was that resistance to god is futile <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, the only way to let God be Lord is to stop asking why and just rest in him and trust in him. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, it may, I, I, I like to do things a certain way. I had to totally learn that I couldn't be in control and I couldn't plan and I had to just sort of go with the flow. Um, but we also got as a church to learn new ways of doing church, serve it. I had to serve in a new way in church. Um, and um, my sort of verse that came from that was um, Lamentations 3.24, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Mm -hmm. Therefore, I will hope in him. 
Uh, and that was really my learning from that time. It's not all about me. It's all about him. That's very good. Yeah. Hope in him. Great. Well, two great scriptures there. Lamentations and there from uh, the book of Isaiah. We're going to hear more from Tasha and Kate right here on Community Now, right after this. This is Hope FM. Let's hear a little bit more from Tasha and Kate. It's good to be with you guys and uh, just to hear a little bit about, you know, how uh, you joined and how things have gone those few months uh, since April last year. But then we had what seems a long time ago now, uh, the Christmas and New Year season. So how, how had that gone for you and the church? So we had got busy planning Christmas, I expect, like lots of other churches around the country. And I think we were all slightly thrown in that first week of December as you felt the shift of COVID going back to where it had been the previous Christmas. Mm. So um, we ended up writing things like our nativity um, service three times. We'd started with the normal inside uh-huh. service, um, but with limited measures. Yeah. We then moved it out to being a mixed family service outside. We then decided that wasn't safe. So we ended up with a nativity trail through the church in single family units. We ended up with ponies dressed oh, wow. up, Shetland ponies dressed up in their Christmas outfits inside the church a completely different way that we would have never imagined and how'd it Um, go it went brilliantly actually we we had to think completely differently we had something that looked a little bit more like prayer or reflective stations so for example you'd stop at the shepherds Um, We thought about the shepherds and the shepherds, when those angels came, were frightened. So we had um, some paper that you can write on, dissolvable paper, and we got the children with their parents to write on that paper. Is there anything that you can be frightened of? Is there any things in life that bring you fears? And they would write them on that paper. And in the hope when we bring them to Jesus, he helps us face those fears. And Mm -hmm. they put the paper in the water and dissolve. That's a good concept, Um, yeah. Yeah, one of the volunteers, well, that was just one of the stations said it was just really interesting watching the parents reactions as those children wrote on the paper what their fears yeah. were it opened up conversations or revealed things that maybe wow. you know the children hadn't spoken of verbally the parents possibly hadn't noticed yeah, yeah. Um, so it was beautiful seeing how that different approach had a new life um, and had a new way of reaching out to people so like many of us, we take those things forward with us and think, you know, well, what do we need to do differently? What can mm-hmm. we take from that? Our carol service that should again have been indoors ended up being an outdoor carol service. Our organist um, at the last minute went down with COVID themselves. Um, so we took it outside and um, it was brilliant. We had fire pits, we had mulled wine and mince pies. We filled the church car park and we sang carols outside. We hadn't done it that way before, but I think probably going forward, yeah, we'll it. look at doing it. Tasha, this is brilliant. Year. Yeah, I mean that is really good, and and also that that really highlights, uh, and and we'll bring you in, Kate, as well. But it highlights your team, mm. just to respond and react, because as you know, the world we're in, we didn't know, especially over Christmas mm. and the build up. One, one week to the next, what we're allowed to do, what we're not, what we can do, what we can get away with. And there's you, you're working with children and animals. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but, so, uh, and this is a, an open question to both of you. So looking back over the Christmas season and those events, uh, including the carol service, what's, what's your take? Uh, success? Was that good? Have you enjoyed it? Was it, was it um, uh, 
in a way you look back and think, you know what, that was that was good. We reacted, we responded, and there was a turnout. Uh, we liked what we saw. I think the thing I hear myself saying over and over again at the moment is God is at work. We can look at things through human eyes. We, we can see the challenges we're all facing. We, we can see the challenges in the world for the church moving forward. Um, but I also look for another lens as well. And, and I see God at work mm. in the midst of that. What that looks like, he constantly surprises yeah, us. Yeah. Um, I think there's a resilience we've learned as church. There's a creativity that's come through. There's a reimagining of things. It's back to that verse Kate gave us at the beginning from Isaiah 43. You know, the new has come. And there's lots of newness. And I think as a church, what we need to do is what can we learn from that newness? What do we need to take forward with us? and learn from this newness and that's a journey i think we're just at the beginning of yeah i mean what a journey uh we're going to hear more from tasha in a moment about actually there we go we got christmas new year and then looking ahead but uh just to jump on board there kate uh, what was your take uh remind us as well the two churches that uh, tasha is talking about and also yeah anything to add regarding the christmas season there well, um, yeah, the two churches in the benefice is um, St Mary's in Everton and All Saints in Milford. And um, f- I was actually uh, responsible for putting together the Chris Tingle service, which again was supposed to be um, a live service. At the last minute, we ha- got some carrier bags and put all the, the gubbins into the bags. People came and collected them. And then we did a live streaming with people joining on Zoom. And it was a bit like doing a Blue Peter presentation and trying to make Chris Dingles live um, but again it was it was lovely to see people there and joining and yeah. singing and um, Victoria who's our um, children's worker was with me and we had a great time I couldn't see what's happening at home but um, we had a fabulous time um, but it was yes it, you know that we we were able to still have services yeah. in the church yeah we? and um, um, it's just yeah, we were. Pre- I think we've all been prepared for something new, and I think we were just, you know, it's it's not up to us. We just have to be obedient and do what God's calling us to do, and He will do the work through us. You know, it's, we, we're just we're just His hands, aren't we? Um, and uh, He will, you know, we hopefully people were blessed by that. Um, it's I very good. I, I agree, and it, it come, I'm just reminded of uh, is it Proverbs three, five, and six? So trust in the Lord with all your heart, and then what's mm. it say? Lean not, not on, on your, your own understanding. understanding. Yeah, it's e- it's easier. To, to speak and, and live but there we go then we've got to practice it as well but this is a great example a classic example there of uh, of two people just trusting in the Lord and seeing what comes to pass wonderful to hear but let's hear about their hopes dreams goals vision what's coming up and what's ahead in their story in their world in their ministry as well um, now I haven't asked you I didn't warn you about this question but uh, some of the artists and songs or hymns that stand out for you you just mention one or two are there any others um to both of you that that have impacted you either recently or, or even in the past you know that that to where you were in your life that song the lord you know was able to minister to you anything that d- jumps out because i didn't warn you about that question but is there anything there that just jumps out when a, with a particular song or band so i think if we're going just like we reminisced all the way back i i grew up and used to sing a lot, Sheila Walsh and Amy Grant. And my favourite of the Amy Grants was uh, Your Word is a Lamp Unto My Feet. Mm. I, ju- I just love that song. Um, if we go back to the hymns, um, Oh Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder, I, I 
absolutely love that hymn. You were speaking earlier about um, I Lift My Eyes Up to the Hills mm. um, and have some wonderful friends um, from a previous church who have a flat in Creef in Scotland. And um, you walk up behind that flat to the top of the hill and um, there is a lovely monument there that says um, I lift my eyes up to the mountains from whence wow. comes my help. And it's just beautiful to literally be standing at top of this hill. Yeah, yeah. Scenery all around. Um, and that song, when I'm there, uh, just comes to life wow. for me. Really, yeah. really does. More recently, more contemporary songs. I love the ocean song. Mm-hmm. Um, great song, great that song. That means, yeah, a lot to me. So, yeah, a whole mix, really. And I yeah, love that it's a broad it's spectrum from Absolutely. The Amy Grant, Sheila Walsh, hymns. Yeah. And then the more contemporary. And what about that's great news? And uh, Kate, what about you? Well, I was just going to say, um, Oceans was particularly poignant. Um, uh, Dominic, who was the vicar before, left, and his last uh, service, he um, challenged us all to get out of the boat. Yeah, um, right. And that's probably why I'm here now, doing what I'm doing, because I just felt okay. You know, I'm. He's. I've been prepared, and we were all ready to get step out of the boat. Um, so I think Oceans is particularly important. Makes me think of that. But on Sunday we. Sang, yet not I but through Christ in me mm-hmm, uh, by mm-hmm. City Light. I just love that because it seems so familiar yet it's new yeah. um, and I just that constant reminder that it's it's not me. It's it's yeah. Christ in me. And uh, I think that's a beautiful, beautiful song. That's lovely. That's very good. And the story continues. So um, when we talk about the story continues, what's your thoughts, plans? Here we are, 2022. And, uh, the, I mean, Jesus is the, the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. So he's gone before us. We know that, okay, whatever goes on in this world, this nation, but even in our own worlds, Jesus is there. But when it comes to your own thoughts, plans, goals, vision and hopes, uh, what comes to mind when it comes to moving into this year uh, of 2022, when it comes to your world and your ministry? I think for me, when I look back, firstly, over my life, God surprises me. If you told me 10 years ago I'd have ended up being a Church of England vicar, I probably would have just burst out into hysterical laughter. I probably still do at times, actually. Um, So there's been a journey I've been on personally where just God constantly surprises me, um, takes me on journeys I'd have never imagined I'd be on. Kate reminded me earlier of the verse that that just came to me really strongly and moving here, um, which was Ephesians 3, um, that God will do immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine. And I think constantly, now I have the privilege of being able to look back over Mm -hmm. life as you get older, Mm -hmm. you can see God doing that. So when I look forward... The answer, I really don't know. There is so, we know we're facing that as a world, as a church. There is so much I just don't have the answers to at the moment. I don't know what it looks like. Mm -hmm. But I think the thing I cling to is that I am sure and confident that God is in control, that Mm -hmm. God has already purposed and planned it. And rather than that just being words, something we sing or we read, actually it feels like it's rooted within me. So I don't know. If I'm honest, what the future looks like, we gathered as a PCC, we're grappling with um, our vision, what that looks like. So we're right back at the beginning of saying, what is God calling us yeah, to? What yeah. does the future look like? Um, and I think for us, it's, it's one step at a time, yeah. a lot of unknowns, but a real confidence and surety that, that 
God's got it. God is sovereign over it. Yeah, he certainly is. And uh, it's something that uh, I've only just um, uh, gathered. It's taken me many years, but these things uh, do for me. Uh, but actually, he, and coming from an Assemblies of God background, for me, there is um, the, the terminology, which you do find in all denominations, which is absolutely fine. But goals and vision, um, planning ahead, the amount of Bill Heibel, John Maxwell, all those type of books, brilliant. There's nothing wrong with any of those. Uh, the reason I say this is because when you look in Scripture, Jesus seems to talk and refer to a lot more about your journey mm-hmm. than he does about the destination. Now, yeah. that doesn't take in anything away from the destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, you, when you're born again, when you ask Jesus into your life, you, you know, it's signed, sealed and delivered. It's, it, 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 there's a destination. Wonderful. Okay. But actually, when, you talk, when Jesus is talking about from the Beatitudes and, and really most of his saints, it's all about your life now. The journey getting there. And um, uh, I'm not going to break into a sermon or anything like that. I just want to reaffirm even Peter when he says about us being sojourners and pilgrims and sojourners. It's it's one who journeys to a sacred place. So it's all about the journey. Mm -hmm. And you you and I, we can only talk about really, I mean, looking back Mm -hmm. and the present. But what's ahead, we don't know. Mm -hmm. But we know someone who already is. Mm -hmm. Um, Is that been your kind of experience and and testimony, Kate? Yes. I I mean, you're just saying that. I sadly lost my father during lockdown to COVID. But one of the things he always used to say is, the journey can be hard um, and it seems to be a constant battle. But every now and then you need to stop and look back and say, gosh, see how far we've come. Isn't that a beautiful view? Uh, And I think it's a real reminder that it is about the journey and we are just called to to keep our eyes up, fixed on Jesus, and to keep in step with the Spirit. And we don't know what's what's ahead of us. And we could have a plan that is, um, that, you know, is such, it's so t- tiny and God, as Natasha said, for, you know, from Ephesians, you know, he can do immeasurably yes, more than we ask yes. or imagine. So all we've got to do, all we've got to do, haha, is just <laughs> remain obedient. I mean, I'm, I've just finished my BCM, which is the Bishop's Commission for Mission in Worships, which means I can lead more regularly on a Sunday. I can Great. speak on a Sunday. Um, I'm just, I've done that now. I don't know what's ahead. I'm just... I'm just being obedient and and um, and going for it, really. <laughs> that's really good. And I think that's really encouraging for people to hear because um, it, it is easy. Nothing wrong with talking about, you know, this is my plan. This is my goal. And, and, and that's very good. There's nothing wrong with that. But the, the reality is that none of us know what tomorrow is going to come our way. And uh, uh, Tasha, as you mentioned just a moment ago, life has a habit of throwing things that, you know, good and bad uh, that oh, and ugly um, that, you know, we didn't expect or we didn't know but we know someone who is already there this is hope fm well i hope you're enjoying the program it's been uh, lovely having uh, two great guests here from milford on see there uh, tasha and kate but we're not done yet uh so tasha i mean you know you're nearly coming up to your first year anniversary just looking back and being uh, i guess it's general uh how would you define the first year um, in this new chapter for you? I think for me, because it's first post coming out of training, I think learning's the big, big word that comes up. And it's exhausting. Though. And exhausting. And it, right, yeah. um, but I was given a mug very interestingly in my training, which said vicar in training across it. And I decided when I was given that, I thought actually that never changes. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. In fact, I've come from an adult education environment which really values lifelong learning. And um, I think it's the same, isn't it? It's For true. all of us on our Christian journeys, um, the minute we stop learning, mm-hmm. the minute we stop growing, mm-hmm. actually, for me, that's when the alarm yeah. bells ring. Yeah. So a huge amount of learning, obviously, which I think generally all of us have having to be dealing with all that creativity and all that newness mm-hmm. means there's so much learning and it is tiring, but it's also exciting. Yeah. So I think there's lots more learning to come. Um, and that's exciting. Yeah, it is. And you are right. I, I think the word disciple even means learner. We're always learning and we're always that there's so much more together. And, and the thing is, like you, um, you know, coming out of college and training and, and, and these type of things, there's only a certain amount of things you can read in a textbook. Uh, and there's a lot that they don't either tell you about it or you just got to do. Oh, and, uh, you know, it's it's not quite getting your hands dirty, but it really is about when you're on the front lines, no day is ever the same. Uh, and uh, though we are in this world dealing with a lot of paper, it's not really about paper, it's all about people. And uh, and there's all types of things that, that go on. Uh, but has it gone quick for you? Has it, uh, you know, what's it when it comes to the speed of things? And I know, obviously, as Kate just mentioned, you are busy. But has it flown by or, or is it just blended in with, no, you know, it's just ticking along? I think it's interesting. Again, it's probably for me a both and and even getting some feedback in the life of church. You've got people saying, come on, we can go faster or we need to go quicker or there's more we can be doing. You've got other people saying, slow down, you're going too quickly. And I suppose my response to that is actually it's discerning where God's at work again. Mm what's he doing and trying to keep in pace with yeah. that and yeah. i think that can only come through prayer really mm-hmm. um so and i'm sure i get it wrong you know much of the time but it's trying to keep in step Absolutely. with what god's doing that we don't rush ahead with our own agendas but we also don't put the brakes on and mm-hmm. miss you know what's happening what's doing and noticing where god's at work um, yeah i like that and, and kate uh tasha's got a good team around her hasn't she she has. She's got um, um, the PCC have been fabulous. The church wardens during lockdown. I mean, we've changed church wardens. One of them now. Right. But Olga was amazing. Um, Matt during lockdown, and now we've got Margaret. Um, but there's pe- people just very hands on. Yeah. Um, not not a young in years congregation, but definitely young at heart and really fired up and enthusiastic. So That's wonderful. There. And different giftings and abilities. Mm. And talking about that, really, it reflects uh, even some of the. Uh, things and direction and what the Lord has put on your heart when it comes to families and, and, and young people. Tell us a little bit about uh, the, the journey with this and what it's led to when it comes to, okay, you're looking for more people on the team that God's going to bring in. But what's behind that? So um, before COVID hit, a little bit before that, um, Milford on Sea Benefits had a youth worker and they had a children's and families worker. Both of those roles came to an end just before and during um, the pandemic and interregnum. So as I came in in April, actually, we'd lost both of those key roles. Um, And as Kate has just highlighted, you know, we are an older congregation, but there is a deep awareness Mm. that we need um, to re-engage and 
recovery work with the families and the children yeah. um, in our communities, not to rescue the church, um, not to fill a gap, but because actually that's where our passion and our heart lies. Mm-hmm. We want to be a church that embraces and engages with all people Excellent. of yeah. all ages. And we know where we're at as a church, we've missed some of the younger generations. So we're trying to build that back up. Mm-hmm. The Church of England's 2020s vision is that we are a younger and more diverse church and we were looking at that on Saturday Mm -hmm. so as part of that we have um, gone out um, to advert we we put a um, appeal out to the church we did something called Generous June back in June and asked for people to start giving towards um, re-recruiting into these roles Um, um, people were really generous we received one significant um, donation that has really enabled this to be possible and then lots of smaller donations yeah good so people are capturing the heart the vision the plan caught the vision of it they're really behind that so we went out to advert in november managed to um recruit victoria which is wonderful victoria has become our schools and families worker real significant focus in working with our school we've got a church of england outstanding primary school with over 300 children in the village so we're really engaging with them wonderful school doing lots of work with them and now what we need to do is fulfill the other part of that role which is working with children and families in a broader spectrum across both churches whether that be toddler groups youth groups messy church we don't know that's some of the unknown um, and what we're trying to do is find god's person yeah, yeah. who they've called and then what we'll do is fit the role mm. around the person rather than fitting a person into mm. a pre-prescribed mm. role mm. so we're right out advert that comes um to an end at the end of this month um and we're really excited about you know who god might be bringing yeah. to join us as a team yeah oh that's really good i'll be interested to find out how that goes and uh, but you're right it's also one you, you you guys have the discernment to know this is the person but also that the law will bring uh, the right person uh, to you but and and this is it this is the exciting thing about the unknown but about stepping out and thinking okay lord uh, david had his mighty men and you know moses with aaron and caleb and whatever so it's it's all about and uh, having great people around you with different giftings and abilities to together in unity be able to um well serve and fulfill the vision um number of people that are listening and uh, we got a, a minute or so you know a couple minutes left and uh, i think it'd be a great way because this has been a, a bit of an intro so i look forward to having you back uh tasha and kate it's uh, it's been really good and i know we've just been tapping into a little bit on your heart and where you're at and obviously still in your first year. So it is lovely to have met you. I'm so delighted that you, you guys have been able to come onto the show uh, this morning. But let's just finish because uh, for those listening, they also on the, their own story and their journey. I think it'd be really good. And uh, if uh, we can close with you just having a uh, speaking a prayer over them uh, as we go into uh, another year and uh, that people find their calling their where their place is. And there's a sense of purpose and fulfillment in God. Uh, but I'd like to hand over to you, Tasha. Thank you. No, that's a privilege. So let's pray. Father, we thank you for all we have shared and discussed this morning. Father, we thank you that you are God over all. That, Father, each one who is listening now, everyone who has been part of this conversation and those maybe we're thinking of that aren't listening, but we know, Father, we pray for every journey each one of us is on. Mm. 
Help us to lift up our eyes, remembering that you are our help. Father, we've been reminded of that verse this morning of trusting in you at all times, knowing that you are a faithful God. So, Father, wherever each one of us is now, whatever journey we are on, Father, help each of us to lift up our eyes, to look to you in hope and expectation, trusting in those words from Ephesians 3 that you will do immeasurably more than each one of us can ask or imagine. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen. Thank you. There we go. So that's the voice there of Reverend Tasha Anderson uh, there in the Milford uh, Parish, along with uh, Kate as well. It's been a real delight to have these guys uh, on board on the show and the programme of Community Now. See you next time. God bless. This is Hope FM.